Aaron Whitlow, Brandon Spivey, and we are the, the Mark Out, Out Movie, Movie Podcasters. Podcasters. Oh Lord, his energy is like liquor. Yes, All right. It's not at hundred percent. He had food poison. <laughs> thanks for sharing. Then yeah, just thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't have the energy to really Come, just go into it. I just, yeah, thanks. Yeah, all right, that's all right. All right, so today I, we're good. Go oh, you said I had food poison. I just feel like I should go say ahead. what I ate. Go ahead. Go ahead. I ate a burrito from Walmart in Russellville, which apparently there's something wrong with Russellville's burrito. However, <laughs> been throwing up. Yeah, barely Other can things. swallow now. So much puke oh. that came out. But I am here. He's here. <laughs> He's uh, in the land of the living, um, and and uh, like I said, we're going to be reviewing uh, Scrooge from 1988. But before we jump into it, I have a quick unboxing. But while we're I'm opening this up, uh, Brandon and I will discuss what we watched. So what we watched is something where we uh, we're going to try to talk about something we watched this week. Um, Brandon's seen a lot of things. I've seen a few things. Uh, trying to think now of what I actually watched. Um, but yeah, so Brandon, you go first. I don't know. Okay, so the first one I saw was Coming to America, which I was, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the original. I mean, I like Eddie, but like, I just, it's not something I loved as, as a kid or anything. Like you did. What's this? This is my. I thought it was going to be movies, but okay. It's a book? It's a book. Hey, I brought you a book too. You did. I didn't bring you that book. I brought you something. The French Dispatch. But, um. This is ironic, though. Yeah, that's a script. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I already have the movie over there somewhere. So they brought you a screenplay. Yeah. It's pretty cool. They delivered a screenplay so you can read it. And you watch, can watch the movie. I, well, I've already watched it. That's Did you what, like the movie? I was going to get into it and what I watched. So, uh, well, I mean, since we're already talking, about it, I guess I can come back to going to America. <laughs> right. uh, for what I watched, I watched French Dispatch. Uh, uh, it's a Wes Anderson film, not the other Anderson that Brandon does not like. Oh, it's Paul W. S. Anderson. Yeah. So this is Wes Anderson, who did like um, Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, that's the only one I can think of. It was like a hotel of dogs. Or I, I have no idea. I've never really seen the stuff, but uh, I did watch French Dispatch and I actually enjoyed it. Um, Ooh, it was really enjoyable. Um, he he has really cool shots. It was a lot of his stuff centered. He has he loves uh, symmet uh, symmetry, so he liked everything to be symmetrical, uh, and uh, everybody was in it <laughs> literally, and um, and. It's, I, there's nobody I can point out to say, hey, you should win the best actor or best actress award or whatever, because everybody's a very much an ensemble in this film. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was was interesting and weird, but but still interesting. So I give it, I give it about uh, three and a half mark outs out of five. I like it. Enough. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I liked it. That's the only thing you watched. No, I watched Spencer. Uh, I did not like it. I love it. <laughs> did you, oh, no, did you no, it? no, I told you to let me know what you thought of it. Oh, so oh. so the only thing she's good in is underwater. Oh, you might watch it. You might I, like it. You, you don't you, like it. I don't, I don't need no, to watch it. I mean, it just was 
for me boring. Yes, she's boring. I know it. Other people may like it. For me, she was boring. She was so a boring much. Princess Diana, right? It is about Diana, right? Yeah, Princess Diana. Yeah. Well, she wasn't born in, in that aspect because she's interesting. She, no, she has a lot of uh <laughs> like things that she's going through with being famous and not really knowing how to navigate that, being in a family she doesn't born. really want to be with her. Well <laughs> uh, so yeah. That's what I, I watched those two films, uh and I can't think I don't think I've watched anything else other than I did watch a movie from like 2019 or something. I think called uh, 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 Holiday, which is about like it's uh, it stars Emily Emma Roberts and uh, some guy. Uh, they some guy find themselves together on like Christmas and uh, start or the day after Christmas, and they end up start going on holiday dates with each other as being each other's date on holidays. Uh, but you know, so they don't have to worry about. Families being like, hey, let me set you up with this person. Let me set you up with that person. And being embarrassed, and it was it was interesting. It was it had some humor in it, but it's it was a good maybe two and a half stars. It, it, uh, good two and a half But well, it wasn't bad. It just it wasn't a bad two and a half. It was a good two, it was and, a good, half. Good two and a half. Wasn't a Halloween Kills two and a half. It was a good. Two and a half. <laughs> Ow. He brought it back up. He would not let it go. That's why I don't trust Brandon's uh, opinion on anything. Brandon, what do you watch? All right, coming to America, which stars Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, Wesley Snipes, that one dude from that one show with that one about those donuts. It's it got canceled. Uh, I think after one or two seasons. Yeah, yeah. The, the Meg, hey, hey, hey from, uh, donuts. Yeah, yeah, Superior Donuts. Yeah, that dude. Oh, dude, I, I, was, I like that dude. Totally, just guess what it was. I didn't. Yes, that that's it. That's it. I didn't say Superior at all. You didn't. Not at all. But you got it though. I know it's talking about it. You're right. That's what it was got. Yeah, I like that guy. And I like him in this movie. Um, he plays the new prince. Here's my issue with this movie. The first act is the issue. Mm. Oh man, it's it was it was embarrassing to watch Eddie give his portrayal of his character again uh in the first act. But once he started playing other characters, mm -hmm. I feel like that livened everything up. And you know, of course, I don't know. The first act is horrible. I thought Wesley Snipes was bad throughout the whole movie. I thought he was misused, miscast, whatever you want to call it. He just he shouldn't have been in this movie. He wasn't right for that. To me, he wasn't right for the part. Yeah. Uh, was, but at least he's trying comedy, I guess. I mean, I've never actually seen him do comedy like before. Yeah, Wesley, yeah. I thought he, thought he did pretty food. good. Would that be comedy? Uh, I took that as a comedy. Is it because you got John Leguizamo? Is that why it's comedic? Yeah, I mean, he's funny. <laughs> he wasn't really in that movie. Yeah, movie's just... Okay. Patrick Swayze was funny in that Patrick movie? Swayze, Patrick Swayze, yeah. I mean, too long for what it is, it's not a bad movie. Uh, it almost ruined Wesley Snipes' career, though. I can understand that. Thank God he got Blade. Yeah, he got Blade afterwards, right? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, Blade, Blade helped him. Uh, but yeah, no, this film, I felt like I feel like Wesley is uh, Wesley was the best part of the in the film for you. Yeah, wow. Wesley was the best part of the film. Uh, I thought that he, uh, as far as like his acting was, Wesley's an actor compared to everyone else. But uh, but uh, but I thought that I thought that they relied too heavily on a lot of like callbacks, and I love nostalgia, but they relied too heavily on it. 
Um, like some people showing up, you're like, come on, man, there's no, there's no way, there's no way all those old barbers are still alive. I know there's really any, but still, <laughs> uh, except for like the one guy, I don't think that he was even there. Like, uh, was it uh, was it the three was it three barbers in there? Yeah, that was three. Oh, because I know was somebody else playing the one guy or is it the same guy? You know, there's one guy in there that's not Eddie or or Senio. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, no. What else you watch? What's, but, what's your marks? My, I give it a three out of five. The second half of the movie was much better than the first half. Um, I, I didn't like Arsenio at all, though. I thought he, he just... A waste of character? Well, yeah. For, I feel like about the first movie, too. Like, he just was a waste. Like, I, I'm not a, I, I guess I'm not a fan of Arsenio. I don't know. Some people just ain't a fan of person. But I give it a three out of five. Um, then I watched. What did I watch? What did I watch? <laughs> you watched a lot of movies I just gave you. Um. Yeah. Um. I didn't uh, give you. I the, didn't give. You didn't still, give them to me. But. You know, I still like getting. <laughs> but okay, Tomorrow War. That was one of them. What'd uh, you think about it? I loved it. I, I thought it was. Excellent. It was a. Uh, it was like Edge of Tomorrow meets. The Terminator, in a way, mm-hmm. uh, I loved it. I, Chris Pratt was amazing in the movie. Excellent, yeah. Um, it's it, I have a little problem with the certain have problems. No, no, it, I, I gave it a better score than you did. Oh, <laughs> I gave it 4.5 out of 5. What'd I gave, I gave it, it a 4. I gave it a 4. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was an excellent movie. Alien, uh, alien invasion movie. I thought the aliens were very interesting. The aliens were better than this, than they were in Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, opinion. I agree. I agree. Uh, um, it was a really good movie. Uh, mm-hmm. what else did I watch? Uh, you watched, uh, oh, the, the 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 Mitchells versus the Machines. Yeah, excellent animated picture. Best best animated movie this year. Uh, I can't say that's a fact for me. What else you see? But oh, you, well, you saw uh, you saw uh, in in Kanto. Yeah, you it's said, a, it's You said that's like it's really a toss up. Between those two? Yeah. Between those two? Yeah. Hey, so guess what? Mitchell's versus Machine. Guess who directed it? Same guy that directed the uh, Spider-Man. It's his Spider-Man. Yes. And, and <laughs> you know, and, uh, and oh, we did get the trailer for the new Spider-Verse film. Yeah, I tagged uh, you and you just yeah. respond. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, did you enjoy it? Yes. Yes. I was disappointed there was no cage. Uh, How are you going to do a sequel without Nick Cage? <laughs> I don't know. I think I they, might, they, they may introduce more. Yeah, they should. But they, you got to bring back Peter Parker. B. Parker. I mean. Peter B. Parker. Yeah, I mean, you can't to. bring back the other Parker. Parker. He's, he's poked. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so anything else you watch? Uh, Tammy Faye. Yeah, yeah, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, she lost herself in the role. I, I, like, Best actress, perhaps? Yeah, I think she's... From least, what I've seen this year... I would say she wins. Um, I can't think. I, like I was literally trying to think of someone that I seen respect. I thought that uh, Jennifer well, Hudson did really great in that, but I think that uh, Jessica Chastain did much better in Eyes of Tammy Faye. I, I forgot think, about respect there for a second. She she did excellent. I Those think, are my favorite two performances. Yeah, from the female. Still, this year. still best actor for me is Will Smith in King King Richard. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, uh, close is uh, Andrew Garfield in uh, in actually Tick Tick Boom. He did really great in that. Uh, but I don't know, man. Will killed it, man. Will killed it. 
Uh, <laughs> Will, Will, Will disappeared just like Jessica. Like I didn't, I wasn't seeing Will Smith. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I saw uh, King Richard. Or, you know, but it was an interesting film. Uh, I don't know how many biographies we'll get on real life people that were in, you know, what I like to call popular Christianity. Uh, <laughs> Joker says Jessica Chastain. She's hot. Not so much as Tammy Faye, but yes. She, she Did is. you like? I mean, you, you knew you knew about these people. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea because I don't watch TV and CV and whatever they're called. I I I think they're con artists. All of them. That's yeah. They they pretty much. My dad used to watch them. My brother used to watch them. I I never could stand to watch them. But what do you, you know the story? So yeah, I thought was that, it accurate? As far as I know, I don't really know no. But yeah, I, but from what I looked up, researched afterwards. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, but you know, I think she's dead now. She is she, dead, he's not, yeah, her uh, ex husband, yeah, but she had cancer, I believe. Some I, I, I might be wrong, but anyway, you know, I thought that for the movie, I thought that the movie was uh, was great, um, and I thought that she was really good in it, uh, and it was uncomfortable to watch at some points, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, but. Not bad. Here's my issue with it. Also, I've seen the summer of love, uh, some summer, summer of so. Uh, but yeah, it is not really the issue with the movie itself. It's just circumstances, you know, greed, money, you know, popularity. This is what is what they sold snake oil. I agree. They sold snake oil. That's that's, that's a good good way to put it. But we're joking the movie here, man. Um, yeah, those things. Got someone to make? No, you're good. I thought I heard a, I thought I had buzz on my arm. But uh, those things will get you. And I, we start off the movie. I think they, their, their hearts are in the right place. I really do. Mm-hmm. But when you want to be popular, you want to be, you want to be rich, and you're, you're using God to do it. You're, you're there's always going to be a fall. That's just mm-hmm. the way it is. Yeah. Um. But I thought the movie was good. I think I gave it four out of five. I may have given it five out of five. I, I'm not. It's on the five that you gave is uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Yeah, I know that's a five for you. Yeah, that was the best movie. Yeah, that I watched this week. Uh, then I watched just recently, just today, watch House of Gucci, and it depressed the crap out of me. Uh, yeah. I hated every single character in that movie. Lady, Gaga. great performances though. How was Lady Gaga? She was good. But I wanted to kill her. <laughs> Hey, that's a testament for her, for her acting, I guess. You know, she'll she, probably be nominated again. Yeah, she may. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hard pressed to think of how many people I, I would nominate. But Jared Leto was uh, good in the movie. They I mean, are the original Osteens. Yeah, I agree. They are. But um, it was a good movie. I give it a four out of five. But I will never watch it again, just because yeah. it's, it's very depressing too. Yeah, I mean it's nothing but. I've never trail. seen it. I, what I say it, I was I was still thinking about Isaac Tammy Faye, but yeah, no. Yeah, it's just nothing but betrayal, you know. But it's amazing what one woman can do. Because that's what she did. She made them all betray each other. We're gonna go ahead and jump into Scrooged, the movie review from Scrooged. Uh, I would just go ahead and give you my own personal what I think the movie is about. But yeah, it doesn't. I will tell you what I give it compared to what they say it is. So, all right. A selfish, cynical television executive is haunted by three spirits bearing lessons 
on Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's a good sum up of what it is. Uh, starring Bill Murray, uh, Karen Allen, who you might know him for Starman. Uh, you might know her from Indiana Jones. Yeah, she is in one of them, isn't she? Yeah, she's in the first one, I think. Uh, and then uh, John Forsythe is Lou Hayward. John Glover is Bryce Cummings. Uh, Bobcat Goffway is Elliot Loudermilk. He's from uh, Police Academy. Yep, yep. <laughs> David jo- David Johansson, Johansson as the Ghost of Christmas Past. He's he's Buster Buster uh, Lewis or something like that. He he was a he was a singer. You sing Getting Hot 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 as the song that he sang back in the eighties. Carol Kane as Ghost of Christmas Present, and uh, Robert Mitchum as old school actor. Yeah, as Preston uh, Rhinelander, and then there's. Uh, Calvin Cooley as Nicholas, or Nicholas Phillips as Calvin. There's other people I want to mention. Alfred Woodard as uh, Grace Cooley, and um, this one person I want I want to mention uh, Renee Renee King. Renee King is the sister of Regina King, who is obviously a big actress now. You know mm-hmm. who I'm referring to? I do. Yeah, Renee King. Because if you look at the movie, there's a girl that looks just like uh, Regina King. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, the daughter mm-hmm. of uh, of uh, Alfred Woodard in this movie. Looks just like, like sort of looks like Regina King, but doesn't kind of look like her. But yeah, that's Regina's sister. Uh, it's Renee King. Uh, she was obviously an actress back in the 80s and stuff, but boy, Regina got started acting and took off. Man, that lady is now directing... Uh, man, she, she's all over the place. I'm so happy that Regina King is actually blown up as she as she has, you know. And she's a really great actress as well. If you've seen, um, I need to let you borrow that. Uh, um, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Harder They Fall, so you can see. Uh, see. Oh, the western that you're, yeah, that you're, you're hiking really up. Praising. I'm praising, yeah. But yeah, uh, so they're in the film. You got the numbers? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> my one job uh, uh, while you're doing that I'm going to look at these comments by uh, Joker I know they're Joker alright uh, let's see let's start right here. I might be wrong I'm gonna, I don't know what's older thoughts on Tomorrow Wars All right. uh, Brandon liked it I liked it um, he says Brandon says it is like um, the edge of tomorrow meets a little bit of the Terminator Terminator um, which the war aspect yeah uh, thoughts Brandon recently watched it. Uh, yeah, I thought, yeah, he did. He did. Uh, and then Bill Murray was great. Um, give, yeah, once they give me the number, I'm going to give it a little backstory about this film. All right, I'm going to take it. <laughs> the numbers. Give, give me the numbers. <laughs> yeah, he ain't, ain't nothing else he can give me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, when, when Seven out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> That's good. Uh, 38% on Metacritic, uh, 88% like it on Google, 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 71 audience score. Well, there are your numbers. Huh. You, you seem surprised by your No, I'm now thinking, what did I do with... Okay, yeah, because I have Bevo too. Anyway, I was thinking, what did I do with that? Okay, I know what I did with it. Anyway, uh, so, uh, backstory. Bill Murray... Did Ghostbusters, right? Uh, and after Ghostbusters, he did another film, but it was a flop. I forget the name of it. It was a flop. It did not 
do well at all. And so, what's this film? Um, I'm sorry, I asked. Uh, I thought he knew. No, no, uh, uh, Bill Murray. I don't know. Joker may get it before I do, because um, I'm counting on this guy. He knows a lot of stuff. He's he's a Google expert. Um, Is it stripes? No, for you know, it was um, it was like a it was actually a serious film, and it. Oh, and, never mind. I don't and 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 he and it was terrible uh i guess oh, was it was it a bad movie I mean, no well, well, no they said that it was um hmm let me just i really do apologize for asking <laughs> uh, uh not Caddyshack, right no right. no no no, no. That, i thought that was a hit no it wasn't it wasn't Caddyshack. Caddyshack was a hit Caddyshack is before this so when uh let me tell you. All right. Uh, let me see. I, I just gotta go back and order. Eighty-eight is. Um, where is? He did Ghostbusters. Razor's Edge is what it is. Razor's Edge, and then between then and up to like uh, Scrooge, which was in eighty-eight. So um, between that time frame, I never. Heard uh, of it. Uh, he stopped acting and just spent more time with his family. You know, he pretty much retired from acting. And, but he did, pop, he did pop up and stuff, little part roles, like like Little Shop of Horror. He, he did a cameo in Little Shops of Horror. Uh, he uh, did, like, cameo like, uh, I guess Brewster's Means, he said. I don't know. I didn't even recognize him if he was. Uh, but uh, in other things, he did, like, little quick little cameo spots. But he didn't really act. But then uh finally he got back in it and um this film is that was, why he's in space jam because he was kind of like michael jordan like he retired he was coming back i don't know i don't know the man's was, life I'm, gonna, i know about this specific movie NBA. i know about this movie man uh, i thought you were like a real diehard bill Murray no fan. no uh and so <laughs> bill uh he uh he started uh so he got the script for this movie first he got the script way before the end before like at the Ghostbusters, or before Ghostbusters, maybe got the script for this movie and was like, no, I don't want to do it. But then at the Ghostbusters and after his flop and after he kind of started coming back, he's like, all right, I, I'm ready to do it. But I, but he says, you got to change a lot of the script. And so they changed a lot of the script. And then uh, the first person they had that was going to make the film passed on it. And uh, Richard Donner. Richard Donner. Got it. And Richard Donner doesn't do comedy. He's like, so I don't know how uh, this is going to be. Uh, well, that's not exactly true. That's what Richard Donner, he's known for act action films. And yes. He has sprinkle of comedy in him, but he does action films. Goonies is still like an action film, but for kids. It's an adventure. It's an adventure. <laughs> which is a subgenre sub, sub of. I mean, but I don't even think it's witty dialogue, but yeah, but I was thinking that. More but then I would say Spielberg has more to do with maybe the dialogue in Goonies that was. Yeah, familiar. I would say so. Yeah, but now he did the same. This is the same year he did Lethal Weapon too. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking that's where my brain was going. He said he don't do comedy. I was like, Murtar and Riggs. Is, yeah, well, it's nothing but comedy. Yeah, but it was the same year he did Scrooge. So never mind. <clears throat> I mean, it's, I'm just off today. So, so <laughs> he finally, so he committed to to it, and then you have uh, uh, now uh, they wanted to cast for the Ghost of Christmas Past, 
Sam Sam Kennison. You remember Sam Kennison? An actor. He was a comedian. He oh, oh, oh. he just scream. I can't do a Sam impression. He he just scream. He was the rival of Bobcat Goldthwait. So oddly enough, they cast his rival of him, and not him at all. Like they gave him they they cat they they had him. I love Bobcat. But they but instead of casting him, they casted Buster Lewis because Buster Lewis and Bill Murray were buddies. That makes sense. So yeah, so Buster got the Ghost of Christmas Past, which I'm glad because I, I liked him as Ghost of Christmas Past. Uh, Bobcat obviously got the film. Um, Karen uh, Karen Allen got the film, uh, but uh, and then Carol Carol Kane got it. And, you know whoever else got it got it. But the thing is, Bill Murray was such a hard person to work with on the set. He uh, he he's, he is. I want he's not really method, but he but he is he doesn't he refuses to really go by the script and he likes to improv. And and Karen Allen is a classically trained actress and she goes methodically by the script. So whenever he does whatever he wants to do, it's hard for her to kind of say, okay, well, this is what this, you know, yeah, you know, so it, oh, I totally get it. Yeah, and, yeah you're an actor, right? You, well, I'm not an actor, but actors. I have. Trained. You trained in theater. Well, not exactly. Theater. I trained in Asheville. <laughs> That's all I can give you. Close I even have a diploma of it, but you know, TV print. Yay. But anyway, so yeah, so Bill was really hard to work with in, in this film, and uh, but ultimately, it's like, and people, I think the cast ultimately was like they. Didn't really care for the film when it because of the hell of going through the production, but now they've grown fond of it because we all love it. Uh, like like it's a Christmas classic. Yeah, I, I actually think it is the best version of the Charles Dickens story. I agree, Christmas Carol. And um, let's get into well, it's it the best now. version I've seen. Um, and we're going to talk about some things, but so getting into it, we have Frank Cross. Frank Xavier Cross, played by Bill Murray, who is Scrooge, essentially. He's like, he hates, he doesn't really hate Christmas, but he doesn't like what we think Christmas of. He thinks of Christmas as revenue. Yeah. Yeah. He's not wrong. Christmas <laughs> is revenue. Um, Do you like that delivery? He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I tagged this on Facebook, say you'll love it, because that's the tag today, I say. About this podcast episode, you'll love it. But anyway, uh, so screw, uh, so uh, Frank Francis Cross, um, he they're having the um, Charles Dickens immortal classic, um, the Christmas Carol. What's it called? Christmas Carol. It's a, it's a Christmas Carol. They're gonna do like a live live showing of it, which is a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. To do that, is it? Yes. Why? It's live live TV. Anything can happen in a live production. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a bad idea. It's a great idea. Just ask Vince McMahon. (laughs) No, he he fired Jeff Hardy. (laughs) Fired everybody. Then we get to see the the Hardy Boys reunion if Jeff's not intoxicated. (laughs) Oh, that's That's the only reason I go. It's a a big if. Um, Otherwise, why would he be fired? Sorry to get on that. Well, because Vince McMahon fires everybody. I was thinking live TV, and it was just Vince McMahon fires everybody. It should be on the shirt. But anyway, 
Um, but he'll never fire Shawn Michaels. Asterix, maybe. Now Shawn's his boy. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He's 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 clicked with Shawn and 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 Hunter. Uh, but Hunter, I'm not so sure about. But yeah, because anyway. he took over NXT, so I'm not so sure. But anyway, let's get back to Scrooge, man. <laughs> Um, he is Scrooge. He is really, really the WWE version. But, uh, but yeah. So Francis, uh, what you think about uh, this? This his little like. What you think about that little first faux uh, faux Christmas movie that they show? Like it starts off uh, with like you think yeah. it's a totally different movie. Yeah. What you think about that? No, it was cool. You talking about when they're showing him the footage of? Yeah, yeah. Well, right? well, no, no, no. Like they start off with like. Santa, Santa, uh, Santa oh, yeah, attack. yeah, with uh, Lee Majors, Lee Majors, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lee Majors, so, literally playing Lee Majors, playing himself. Yeah, I would love to see that movie. It's you a would shame. watch it, yeah. I mean, you why totally not? watch it. I mean, I wanted to watch Santa with Muscles with Hulk Hogan, of course, I would watch it. <laughs> <laughs> How can you argue with that? I've seen uh, Santa Slay. Uh, is that what I did not watch that? I, I seen, started it and I was like, no, can't do it. I seen Jack Frost as well. That's terrible. That's better than Michael Keaton is great, but the, yeah, I'm talking about the, 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 horror, the, the horror one. Yeah, I mean, the, the moment someone gets uh, you know, taken, I had because this is a Christian church. The moment that someone gets taken advantage of with a carrot in a bathtub, yeah. Uh, I got nothing to add to this. You, you know what I'm talking about? I've seen it once. But you know what I'm talking about. I don't remember that scene. It's, uh, the chick. Uh, uh, I don't from, know. The, the lady from uh, uh, American Pie. The, oh, God. Why was the, she in the, this? The porn film. The oh, porn God. Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah, she's in this movie. and She's not, not in Scrooge, but she's in uh, Jack Frost. And she gets like raped with a carrot. By a snowman. Thank God that was before American Pie, so no one remembers until they watch this. Well, then, like when we became when she became popular, they marketed her in the film, as they do with everything, like Renee Zellweger and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, which is terrible. Anyway, but she is the star of that movie with Matthew, unfortunately. But anyway, uh, I'm just saying. But anyway, Scrooge, <laughs> what you think about the promo that Fred Francis Cross showed? Oh, uh, his version yes. of what the Christmas card should be. Yeah, that, that that would not go over well in like, any era. Pulls up and shoots somebody with a gun in the car. I know. It's and, just... and like and drug abuse. Like he was saying, these are the reasons why we need to watch Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand his mindset, and he it would. I mean, there would be so many letters. They would. FCC. So many, yeah, I mean. It, it, Oh, we got comments. comments. We got two comments. All right. Uh, he does. He letting everyone go, but yes, I like the Scrooge good movie. <laughs> Y'all keep going hard. Thank you. And then there's a, the emojis and stuff. Appreciate you. See, uh, could bring Vince in. Get comments. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Vince, Vince, Vince puts butts in the seats. Sadly. But anyway, he does. Um, what? So yeah, and then like your boy Elliot, oh, I love Elliot. brings it up. Yes, yeah, sir. So let me tell you. Let me tell you what I don't like about no! Bobcat Goldthwait in the eighties. No. And it's funny because I was naive to a point where I always thought that that's how he really talked. But that was his shtick. 
That was his whole thing. Is like, can you can can you do? I cannot do him. I can't. I can't do Bobcat. Uh, He just goes from in. He goes like, especially in police academy. He's more. Oh yeah, he's all over the place. Like he's more subdued in this one. But in police academy, he's like, yes, chipmunk is gonna go with me. But it's okay. You know, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I I, I get it. It's as close as I can get. But I wish we had him here to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't want to do it. He wouldn't. I don't know. We're talking about one of his movies, so maybe. I mean, maybe, but Bobcat is actually uh, he's Elliot uh, Ladder Milk in this film. He's uh, he's a um, he works at the IBM or IBS IBC, whatever the fake TV station is. Uh, and he's a disgruntled employee by the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he really is. But uh, but but he tries to. T- uh, he stands up to Frank, and says, "Sir, you can't show that." Because you're gonna give people heart issues, and you're gonna, which he does. Uh, but uh, you, you say you're gonna hurt you, people. Will be confused. It's not Christmas. It had nothing to do with Christmas. You should take out the blood. And he says, uh, Bill Murray says, "I bet you I live. If I can change it in the next five minutes, I'll let you know." <laughs> he says, "No, no, no. Thank you. Uh, we don't want to scare the dickens out of people. That's right. We don't want to scare the dickens out of people." And then, like, he got his name. and No one he, gets his humor. And he fired him. Yes. And then, like, Grace was like, but it's Christmas. He said, oh, thank you. Stop his Christmas bonus. You know, though, not to go off topic again, but I have to say, Bill to. Murray <laughs> and Nicolas Cage play the best Scrooges of all time. When did Bill, when did Nicolas Cage play? The Family Man. Okay. Uh, uh, That's another version of it. Uh, no, yeah. I would say the family man is another version of It's a Wonderful Life, which It's a Wonderful okay, Life okay, okay. is a is a subversion of Christmas Carol, I guess, sort of like I don't, like, I don't it, know it, the years they came out so. because uh, and because It's a Wonderful Life is in like 30s, I would say It's a Wonderful Life and Grinch that stole Christmas or kind of adapted from Ebenezer Scrooge. In a sense of, of like like they had that humbug type of attitude when it came to Christmas and cheerfulness. Well, I don't. Well, you can speak more for it. It's a Wonderful Life because that's your movie. Yeah, you I don't it. think he was a Scrooge at all. I think he just life just didn't turn out the way he wanted. Yeah, I don't think he hated Christmas. I don't think Christmas had anything to do with him wanting to take his life that night. I just everything he wanted to do, he sacrificed everything for his family. And he felt like he never was appreciated for it, and hmm. that's what I take from every time I watch it. I mean, I don't, I don't get the screw. Every time you watch it, does an angel get his wings? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah. So, but we have Frank, uh, Frank Cross here. He is, and like you said, I agree with you. He's the best version of Scrooge, you know, uh, or Ebenezer Scrooge. Did I see? And he's not technically. Ebenezer Scrooge, but he is a Scrooge, you know, yeah. a, a Scrooge type of, you know, uh, villain, you know, and he's not, he's despicable. <laughs> he's very despicable. Uh, he, uh, like I said, he fired Elliot. Uh, he was giving out gifts. You're either going to get a VCR or a VHS or, uh, he said VHS, but he missed VCR or, uh, or a towel. And, uh, you know, he puts his own brother down for a towel. I mean, at least he was giving him something, though. But then he gave his 
his secretary, Grace, a towel and a face cloth for her bonus. I'm not she has Jesus. children. She has like six children. He comes. He comes around. Come Eventually. On. Why am I defending Bill Murray? <laughs> Why are you defending? Bill I don't. Murray? Actually, this is my my favorite performance of his in his uh, career. But yeah. Well, this or Kingpin. Those are the two ones I really like. He's a horrible person in that one. I've never seen Kingpin. Have I seen? Yeah, I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, I forget he's, about that with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he's horrible um, in that. Yeah, he was pretty bad. He's pretty. He's really good at playing him. Butthole, like it, even in French Dispatch, he's a. Uh, he's a butthole now. Yeah, yeah, he's the he's the, he's the uh, maybe he's a butthole in real life. Maybe, but he he plays like this uh real, like you know he's very opposite of Billy Crystal. <laughs> yeah, I just thought about that because Billy Crystal seems like a lovable guy. Like like I don't know. He doesn't seem like he doesn't seem like a prick as much. No, like, he's good at playing a prick too. Like 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 the sarcastic prick. Uh, but Bruno was still alive. We could ask him. Because Bruno thought he was a prick. Yeah. Bruno Kirby. Yeah. Well, Said they screwed him. Yeah. Blacklisted from Hollywood. So, I mean, I, I, well, maybe he was. Uh, he, he pops up. Uh, Billy Crystal pops up in an episode of uh, Modern Family as, as himself. And uh, and he's talking like he's he's like, hey, you know, I'm cool with people coming up to me in person and talking to me because blah, 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 blah. And he and he and they was like, they were like, OK, guy, we have no idea who this crazy person is. And he kept doing like little things like. Um, have fun storming the castle. <laughs> he started doing it like his little bits, and they wasn't getting it. And it was funny. But anyway, back to Bill Murray. Billy, uh, uh, but in French Dispatch, uh, he plays like he's like the chief editor of the French Dispatch, and uh, he he's serious, you know. Mm-hmm. But but he's really good in it. Um, but in this movie, I agree. This is my favorite Bill Murray film. Honestly, uh, and and that includes Ghostbusters. I really like this over Ghostbusters. Uh, it is, I mean, it is what it is. I've always loved. I got a soft spot for Scrooge. Um, but yeah, he's like a prick, and he gives people towels or VCRs. And uh, what do you think about dude that wants to take a strip job? You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, the, he the, always plays such a like. He looks he, like he's the really dude. good at playing. He was like, what's his name, McKinley, the guy from Scrubs. I know him from other things, but he I, really I, does look like he him. looks like him. But this guy, he plays also. He played in Smallville. He plays Lex Luthor's dad, Lionel Lionel Luthor, um, uh, John Glover. He's in uh, Gremlins too. Oh, yes, he was. Is, he plays uh, a slime ball in that too. Is, is, he's the owner of Clamp. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. But he's really good at playing this slime ball type of guy. Payback, um, he's he's in the Math of Madness, which I didn't know he was in there. Um, yeah, he just has, yeah, you're right. He has that look. He's just really good. He's been blacklist. I didn't know that. I've never seen that though. Um, so he's probably really a nice guy. <laughs> he probably is really sweet, solid earth, but he's really good at playing bricks. But yeah, um, but yeah, so what'd you think about him uh, and, and his aspect? Like he comes in like nice to like oh, hey how you doing man very positive you know? energy yeah I know the type but he's not <laughs> <laughs> but um all right so uh what else can we say about this all right let's get to the ghost all right so he's first visited by his old boss um who uh died golfing mm-hmm. um what you think about his makeup and like 
the whole scene that like his whole interaction. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, but I tell you what, I really thought it was hilarious. I mean, I, I thought it was great makeup. I, I love the scene in general, but <laughs> when Bill's like, looks like he's about to throw up, when the, the little mouse comes out of the back of his head yeah. with the golf ball, oh, I'm just yeah. I hate rodents. <laughs> I can't yeah. stand them. But I couldn't help but laugh like at that. I don't know how Bill kept it together. He right. he says I was uh, uh, admired by men, loved by women, and then he says, "Oh, adored by women." Uh, the, and then he says, "Adored." Let's be honest, you paid for women, <laughs> uh, you know. And um, you know, and uh, he was like, his whole thing is uh, he's the Marley. He's Marley. The the uh, the. The person that was his old in Scrooge in, in Christmas Carol, he was the old partner of Ebenezer Scrooge. In this, he was Bill's or Francis Cross's old boss. We see him in some of his when he goes back in the past. We see he, we see him alive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was a Looks guy. Like he's doing a pretty good job for woman though. Yeah, he's you know yeah, he's, he's playing he's it. Pretty, he sleeps around. He, he likes his secretary. So what can you say? But um. But yeah, he uh, never have understood that. But why he, a secretary? I don't know. <laughs> of convenience, I guess. Uh, but anyway, uh, so he drops him out the window, which is not a dream, but it could be. And then, like, goes about his ex girlfriend, um, Carol. Carol, Carl, Carol, is that her name? I think it was Carol, yeah, yeah, I uh, think so. and uh, and they meet up, yeah. and uh, but yeah, the ghost. What do you think about this? The uh, scene where he was, uh, um, <laughs> uh, no, he tried to staple the mouse. Oh yeah, 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 and she was yeah. having none of it, and it's like I'm not gonna do anything to hurt this little little, little creature. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, I have two dogs and a, and a horse and blah blah blah. He said, okay, great, great. Uh, but but yeah, that is something a, a a guy like Frank would do. He would do anything to sell anything. I mean, if it got more viewers, I'm gonna do it. He's yep. Vince McMahon. I'm telling you, he is Vince McMahon. <laughs> um, and uh, and so he uh, he does instead of doing that, he uh, well he goes to the dinner other than lunch. And at the lunch, he sees a couple of illusions. He sees. An eyeball. Oh yeah, I loved. And he's ah! that scene. Aha! Because he's thinking that uh, uh, the dude was the dude from California was Bryce Cummings. He thought that he was uh, the ghost, and then yeah. and then he thought that the uh, guy that served him was the ghost. He says, "Are you him?" He says, "Are you he, sir?" Uh, <laughs> but then he seen the dude on fire, and uh, and he throws water on him. And he says, I'm sorry, I thought you was Richard Pryor. <laughs> yeah, I you, do you not get that. I get the joke. I, I understand. You're the Richard joke. Pryor. I understand. I, I thought even for then I, I bet was, you that was ad lib. Yeah, I thought that was it shouldn't have been done. I don't think it should have been done. It's I think. pretty hilarious. It's pretty funny. I, like like if I you bet. don't know, then it'll go over your head, but if you know that Richard Pryor, you know, caught himself on fire freebasing, uh, it's a pretty funny joke. It's pretty funny. I thought you was Richard Pryor. But you're making fun of someone like burned himself, Aaron. <laughs> well, I thought you was Richard Pryor. That's hilarious. It's so funny. And then like I bet he, Richard he, wasn't liking that. Uh, Richard made fun of himself, so he probably did. Um, but uh, well, it's, uh, it's, Eddie it's, might not like it. But 
you know. It's easier to make fun of yourself, though. Yeah, than other people. I agree. I agree. But um, anyway, <laughs> then there was a scene where uh, when he was walking out, you notice him slip and fall? Yeah. You know that that really happened? It happens to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was just wet, and he literally slipped, and that's the best take. So they kept it in. And he hurt himself doing that. He fell. That man hurts. Yeah. <laughs> and, you fall. But yeah. But then he, we see his first ghost, um, you know, um, Poindexter or whatever his name is. I don't know. Buster Lewis, Poindexter. I don't know. Hot, hot, hot guy. Yeah. The, the Niagara Falls, you know. But anyway, uh, yeah. I like, that was my favorite of the ghosts. Um, and cab driver. He, yeah, the cab driver. He takes him back to the past. And uh, and his dad gives him like his dad gives him veal, which is oh, yeah. pretty expensive these days. So you know, hey, you know. Well, I mean, that was the case, but well, I can't say back then because I wasn't back then. But <laughs> your mom and them gave you just meat. No, my parents never gave me meat, meat for <laughs> Christmas. I, I we weren't that poor, but I don't think it was a poor thing for them. I think his dad just just was... give him meat. I think he was. His mom also smoked cigarettes while she was pregnant with her brother. I mean, it, it was a different time. It, it definitely was a different time. But. And there's Brian Doyle married playing uh, yes. his dad. So, uh, like, three of. He passed away this year, didn't he? Is I that the one? You, are you trying to kill the Marys? One of them did. I, I think don't know. all of them are still alive, man. Okay, maybe it was Dan, it was Dan Aykroyd's brother then. Yeah, but I didn't know Dan Aykroyd had a brother. So yeah. There you go. He had a brother. Man, why are you trying to kill the man? I'm not trying. I just, I also thought he passed away too. Who? Bill Murray's brother. No, he's still alive. Jesus, okay. man. Why are you trying to kill this man? I'm not trying to kill him. Yeah, Brian Doyle, Mary is still alive. Living John Moore, Mary, uh, John Mary is, is, he played his brother. Uh, he actually played Fred, uh, Frank Krause's brother in this film as his actual brother. And then um, the party guests at really? his house. Yeah, the party guests at the house. They look nothing alike. They look just alike. Oh my goodness! Not the one that's actually playing his brother. The guy yeah. that's playing his father. They look exactly alike. They all look alike. The married brothers look alike. And then I the guest, the, the guest brother. at the party, the man, the one guest at the party, that's his other brother. Like brothers. Jim, Mary, or something. I don't know. It's like I really don't he, see the resemblance with the, the guy that was actually playing. His have brother. you ever you never seen a moving violation? There's a movie called Moving Violation, starring John Mary. Uh, he got it because his brother's famous, and they're like, "Hey, let's match up another I've seen Mary." A poster, uh, but he's he plays he pretty much plays like a Bill Murray type of character. I think he also plays uh, in uh, the first Teen Wolf film. I think he's I think he's uh, uh, Styles. I think it's uh, Michael J. Fox's friend. I'm pretty sure that's John Mary. I remember him, but. Yes, him. That's, I just don't see the resemblance. You don't see the resemblance I, between him. I see. It I think he, he looks the most like Bill than all the other. Well, okay, Brian now looks a lot like him, but I think you didn't think they looked like no, back then. No. I, see, they kind of have the same features, but I thought that uh, that uh, John and Bill look look more alike. But yeah, you're right. I mean, but you know, folks <laughs> might not think so, uh, but yeah. But yeah, that's his brothers. Um, who do y'all think if y'all watch it? If anybody's watching, who do you think that uh look so, so there's uh Brian Doyle Mary as Joe Mary? Here's the party guest. 
and there's John married, and this is Edward married the third, which I never really see him in anything. Um, but yeah, uh, there's the Mary boys. Um, that's the most oh, famous one. He from Joel. He's from uh, oh, he's he's uh, he's in Hatchet. He's a he is in Hatchet, isn't he? Yeah, he's the porn director. He was the porn. Oh, that's, that's terrible. But yes, he was. That's what I know him from. Uh, but yeah, that's that's so that's John. He looks more like him now, don't he? Yeah, they, 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 when he got older. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, uh, but uh, I, I think he is starting to look really old, though. Who? Bill. Bill. Bill looks ancient. But uh, but yeah, but I always yeah. thought Dan looked the oldest, but. You know, watching Afterlife, I was like, man, yeah, Bill's Bill. really aged. Bill's aged. Mm -hmm. Dan actually looks considerably young. Obviously, Ernie Hudson looks the youngest. Yeah, Ernie's the Ernie does not age. He's just gray, but he does not age. His skin still I, looks... I'm so happy for that, man. Yeah. I really am. I was... Got no respect for 30-something years. It's finally coming back to it. But anyway, um, so... After the first ghost, she shows uh, Bill, uh, Frank, his childhood home. He shows him uh, his office party. Yeah. And then he leaves the office party and bumps into uh, his uh, Carol, who is the love of his life. Uh, and mm -hmm. they have a great relationship for maybe a couple of years. But then uh, Frank is now doing Frisbee the dog. Is like it's like kitty show, uh, and instead of going to the party with Carl, he decides to go with his boss, and that starts his trajectory to becoming the president of IBC or whatever the hell that company is. Um, but yeah, what do you think about his relationship with Carl and just that whole little oh man Ghost of Christmas Past portion? That relationship totally reminds me, and I hate to bring it up, it's the family man with Tia and Nicholas, but that, that relationship. That movie sucks. I like, I like it, but I hated it. You like it, but you hated it? Yes, uh, because, oh, man. But, uh, well, it, 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 let me tell you. I'll tell you this. <laughs> the reason why I like it, but I hate it, is yes. I love the, in the family man. I love that, like, his family that he had with her was such a lovable, cool family that when he snaps back into his reality, they don't exist anymore. The little girl don't exist. Uh -huh. The kids don't. And that just that bums me out. And then like he meets her, and they can start that spark and stuff and get that stuff going. But it's just yeah. I th I think I think this is a very true statement I'm about to make. Uh, it's to, it was to my point uh, with Bill and Carol. Uh, he is his best version when he's with her. Mm. And even though he doesn't know it and, and his current reality, mm -hmm. when he revisits stuff and sees stuff, he's like, and he tries to get back with her, but he can't seem to get himself out of the way until the very end, of course. But yeah, yeah. I, I love them two together. I mean, it, she brings out the best in him. I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. And uh, I noticed that they, in this, film uh that they they are they are great together as you stated um and i think that him 
and you can see it in his face. Now, I would give this to Bill Murray just as an actor. You can see in these scenes, like emotion and, mm -hmm. and hum humanity, especially like with his mom. When he sees mom, he says, "I'm you, I'm not gonna cry." Blah 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 blah. But then like he starts crying, tearing up, and 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 that hits me because I you know I think about my mom and I want to you know just cry and tear up because you know I love that I miss my mom. And uh, but yeah, it just it was such a powerful little scene but then like <laughs> when him and uh the coach of the christmas pass is he's like check the records i did stuff and he he says i hit the home run he says that's from uh ghost of eddie's i don't know courtship of eddie's father and he says well i ran down a mountainside and blah 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 he says from louis blue uh what was it house on little prairie yeah uh, uh he says the homecoming episode <laughs> yeah, uh, which, you know, I, I like that his life is he never really lived until he met Carol. Yeah. You know, that's, you see what I'm saying? Like, that's when his that's when he started really living. Like he was he was at the Christmas party still working. He wasn't enjoying the party. Like there was a party around him, but he was like in his own little world. Yeah. You know. And so, and that's how he lived. And the only thing that got him out of it is when he ran into Carol and had that relationship with her. Um, but from there, the gift to the present, he goes uh, on his rampage and he goes looking for, <laughs> he goes looking for, uh, when he snaps out, he always takes it out on the set. Whenever he comes back, he always is taking that on the production. <laughs> like, he's like, Yes, I am happy, you little bee. And then, like, you know, he's just cussing them out. And, and he's like, that's right. I'm going to go to Operation Reach. And then, like, he goes, he bumps into three bums. Do you recognize any of those people? Well, Michael J. Pollard's one of them. Where do you know him from? House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> he was. Also, there, wasn't he? Also, he, was, he, was, he was hanging out with uh, Captain Spaulding. Yeah. Also, yeah. he's in, uh, uh, what was that movie? Um, Bonnie and Clyde, the, the original. You recognize Warren Beatty. One of the ladies is Mother Fratelli. Yeah, from, I from thought Dennis. it was her, but I wasn't sure. Also from Throw Mama from the from Throw Mama train. from the Train. Yeah, she in her career, and I think her career kind of came. A, I don't know about her life pre Goonies. I don't know. She might have been really big in a lot of stuff, but post Goonies, her career, she worked with Prima Spielberg. Richard Donner, Richard Donner twice, really, you know, and then uh, worked with, you know, the Sean Astin and, you know, Corey Feldman, just some people like that, plus Billy Crystal, Danny DeVito in Throw Mama from a Train, plus uh, in this movie, Bill Murray, and then uh, I, I want to say she even was in that movie, uh, Daily Friend. Is that uh, the one where the, her head gets knocked off by a basketball? Yes, that's her. That's the last movie I know her in. Like I couldn't remember what that movie was, but that scene has always stuck with me. She gets her head knocked off with a basketball. <laughs> but yeah, she's obviously passed away now. But yeah. uh but yeah, just I, every time I see her, even in Throw Mama from the Train, I always thought Mother Fratelli. Just yeah, she's, she's Mama Fratelli. She's gonna forever be that. It's just like as we said, uh uh Sean Young, Stevie Young. He's gonna be Glenn, is his name? Oh, Steve Yoon. Steve Yoon. Yeah, yeah, he's Glenn. Yeah, I mean, I, no matter where you're in, buddy, you're gonna be Glenn. It's hard to escape 
certain fandoms. Like for me, John Bernthal is still Shane Walsh. He's still Shane, yeah. Uh, Even though uh, Andrew Lincoln is going to be uh, Rick Grimes, Rick Grimes. I mean, to the day he dies. He's Rick Grimes. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, and it's good that they they're doing other things like John and Michonne. Same. Yeah, yeah. But you're still gonna people see you. Oh, you're Michonne. But you can be even part of Marvel all you want. You're still Michonne. But also the flip side of that, though, Brandon, is this that I think that. People still want to see you, though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so like when you see Shane, you know, uh, I love watching John. When you see him and stuff, you're like, oh yes, he's it, and you ha get happy when he pops up. He's yeah. in King Richard. You're like, yes, he's, he's yeah, working, he's you know? such a nice guy. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, it, it, you you kept wanting, you kept thinking he's gonna be a prick because you used to being a prick and stuff. But he certain wasn't. things, certain things. <laughs> like I haven't seen Punisher, so I'm. Oh, well, he's he's a. He's Batman, except he kills. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just like not just people from Walking Dead, just when you see people. But like uh, Sweet things. Virginia, he's a he's a good guy now. He was a good guy in the Angelina Jolie Fire Fire Firestorm movie. Yeah, he was in that. He was yeah, he was really good. I that. thought he was uh, the most entertaining entertaining part. I'm biased. He was. But he was. I yeah, love his character. He's the it. best person in that movie. And then uh, and then uh, he was also in uh, oh, what is that movie? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, um, the movie with Brad Pitt and uh, uh, the war film, no, 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 Fury, the Fury, no, 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 uh, where uh, the racing movie, oh, it's a uh, you know, Matt, Matt Damon, yeah, Matt Damon, and, it, it was and, not Brad Pitt, it was, no. it was Matt Damon, and who and, else, uh, uh, Batman, I can't think of his name what? right now, <laughs> the, 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 the Dark Knight trilogy, the guy. <laughs> I see his face. You don't know about. Of course, I know. It's sad. I don't know. What's his name? He was in the fighter. <laughs> He's also an American Psycho. That guy. This is sad. <laughs> we're, we're, we do movies, right? Oh, you know, hit me right after we end this episode too. <laughs> it's over the tip of my tongue. It's like I'm seeing his face. Oh, yeah. uh, he did. He was in the Mechanist. Uh, he was. Uh, what is his name? Christopher? No. Yes, it is Christopher. Something. Is it Christopher? I believe so. No, no. I'm thinking Christian Nolan. That's not his name. Uh, he's in the Christopher Nolan movie. Christian Bale, baby. Christian Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale. All right, but yeah, <sighs> that movie. He was in that movie. We are embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back to this. Uh, but yeah, these those they, those uh, and they thought that he was a uh, dick. Um, forget it. They, they call him kind of Dick Burton. They thought he was Richard Burton. And if you look at Richard Burton and Bill Murray, they kind of favor one another. So I can see how they would think that he's Richard Burton. Uh, so they kept calling him Dick and get, asked him to do some, uh, do a uh, Hamlet or Othello or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, which he he, you know, he did it. Which you know, but but he didn't give the guy two dollars. And oh, what do you think about him? Like she won't. She was really ready to go with him, but she had to take care of some things first. Yeah. And he was such a prick to her. Like he said, "No, that's fine, fine." Because if she didn't come right then and there, yeah, it's, it, 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 it's, it's he's very impatient. And <laughs> look, is it A and P? Look under A, and if it's not there, look under P. I, I can honestly, I've been there. <laughs> so, well, you've been that way. I have. I have. You've been. You've been a Scrooge. I have, not not around Christmas, but <laughs> in life. In yes, I have. I have. I can. I can be honest and say I have. Uh, totally regret it. 
you know, but you know. Yeah. But anyway. No one is perfect. No one is perfect. But yeah, he didn't give the guy two dollars to light his to uh, warm his place up, which we kind of find out later on what he meant by that. Um, and so he goes back on his life and he eventually encounters the ghost of Christmas present, who is Carol Kane, um, who, uh, she still works these days. She's actually in, uh, she was in, um, uh, the incredible, the, uh, incredible, some life of Kimberly, whatever was on Netflix. She was in that show. Uh, she still works and she's uh she was in uh thank you for sharing the movie that came out several years ago and it's like uh the mom of one of the guys in that movie but she still works i'm glad that she still works is my point i, I get excited for anyone still getting work uh, in, in any in in hollywood in films uh in anything but yeah i didn't like her as i didn't i never liked the ghost of christmas present in this movie because she hits, and I wouldn't take it. There's no way. I'm just gonna let her hit me like that, man. There ain't no way, Brandon. <laughs> You're talking about that. I couldn't help but go back to the 2009 version with Jim Carrey. I don't know why. It just kind of hit me. <laughs> it was like a CGI version. Yeah. Mm. Then that version, it, it slows the movie completely down. When when the Ghost of Christmas Present comes, mm-hmm. it, it I don't like the Ghost of Present. I don't like that. Thing Nobody else. does. <laughs> did you? How was? Did you like this Ghost of Christmas Present? I didn't think it slowed the movie down or anything. Uh, I don't think anything stops the movie's momentum. No, I think that. Uh, I mean, we we go to visit uh, Grace and her family. And we see that um, her son is a really smart kid. He doesn't talk since he's seen his father get killed, which is understandable. Um, and uh, yeah. and She's pretty much still being happy with her family, but they struggling. They can't even afford a Christmas tree. And, you know, it's sad to think about that somebody can't even afford a Christmas tree. And, like, I always had a Christmas tree. You know, I'm just, like, I never thought about that fact that somebody can't afford one. You know? Well, you're, you're sitting next to one, so. Oh, yeah, you are. You're poor. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, but, yeah. So <laughs> you can't afford this. I know the camera angles off, and I don't care. We, we we're we're committed to this one anyway. Um, we're an hour and two minutes. Yeah, in, I would think so. <laughs> so, what was your thoughts on the host? Because they go to that house, then they go to his friend's house, uh, or his brother's brother. house. I like, I like I like I like that group. Anytime they're on the screen, I, I don't know. I just which group. Uh, his brother, that dead dinner. I, I, I've, I've always enjoyed that, that scene. That lady that plays his brother's wife, she was in Dream On. I know her from Dream On. It's like, she looks familiar. I, I can't tell you where she's from. She, I've seen her several things, I, but I know her specifically from the show Dream On. She played Martin Tupper's uh, ex-wife or girlfriend, one of them, uh, but I hadn't seen her in so long. But yeah, um, she's in it. And, but yeah. Also, there's a lady that's in this movie uh, that uh, works at the network who was in Die Hard, which makes sense because Richard Donner did. Die, he did Die Hard. He didn't do Die no, Hard. No, it was John McTarian. But she was in Die Hard as well. She's like, like you know, think... the blonde that you see, there's one lady that works at, like, the one that told him about the lady having a heart attack. 
and he's like, yes, yes, play this, run this every hour on the hour, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you the know. one that gets hurt No, that's because of Bill. I don't think it's the same lady. I think it's two different ladies because the lady get hurt was from the uh, census. Not census, but censors. Oh. She's from like the, you can't show her nipples. Uh, you know, and they were showing. You can see nipples. Um, but he's like, Charles Dickens would want to see them. No. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm not going to comment on that one. Going back to uh, going back to Christmas present, what were your thoughts on that whole little structure? And then we're going to get to the past, uh, uh, the pre- the future. I'm present, right? Yeah, we're on present. Pretty depressing, honestly. Yeah. Uh, you feel? Do you feel like what he saw and experienced made him? Because he just got finished seeing his secretary's life. See that she's poor. And then, like, when he seen that his brother got the VCR, he says, as a gift that my ex-secretary gave you. Like, it sounded like he was going to fire her. He was. So he hasn't really even learned anything. No, he's, he's too intact to his own world. That he's not seeing what other he's people He's this man. <laughs> yes. He, he doesn't know that other people are suffering. And he, it's not, I don't think, he, I don't think it's that he, doesn't care. Scrooge doesn't care at, at a point, but I, I think Frank here just isn't aware of his surroundings. Yeah, he's indifferent about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he uh, so, too self-involved. Yeah, so he didn't really learn anything until like when he got back, at, snapped out of it. He's woke up in the little sewer or whatever. Uh, he see that his buddy Herman uh, died. You know because he froze to death, but. To his point, why didn't he stay at the shelter? There's no reason for him to leave unless he wasn't allowed to stay there, which I don't see. Like some places, like Salvation Army, there's there's a structure. If you you know you got to leave at a certain time, come back at a certain time. Sometimes they have to, they're up to capacity and they can't take nobody else in. So you got to do what you got to do. Uh, but you know he died freezing in his in the sewer. Uh, of New York, and um, you know, which I, you can tell Frank felt bad about that. He, yeah. he 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 was mad and angry that he's dead. He's a guy he doesn't even really know, but he's he, but he doesn't. But he's like, why did you leave? You know, he, she would took care of you, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he just like is, you know, okay. Hey, you just gonna bust on in the door, huh, Cole? All right. How you doing, Cole? But um, yeah. So, what you uh, what you think about? I guess we can go ahead and get to. The, so the last part is him um, in the show's going on live, and uh, what are you doing to my leg here? <laughs> he's talking to the dog. For those that's listening, I'm not doing anything to his leg. Um, what you doing, Cole? But anyway, uh, so. I called you not him, but okay. Um, the third, the third ghost is the ghost of Christmas present, yeah, future. Oh, there's a scene where he's about to, he's going he's being ushered back to his, uh, you know, suite or office or whatever, and the elevator opens and he sees the the actor that's playing the ghost of Christmas future, um, and he jumps, but he elbows Alfred Woodard. Did you catch that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really out elbowed her, and that's a real, that's a real like, it's just him being 
that's Bill being Bill. Bill. Yeah, his, his improv. And he about knocked her out. You see that? Like it looked like I'm pretty sure she her mouth was cut. I'm pretty sure. It, it, well, I hope he apologized afterwards. I would hope so. But yeah, Alfred Woodard, man, she caught a big elbow and uh, she said, oh, <laughs> you know, but he gets up there uh, and then the ghost is about to come out and then all of a sudden your boy Elliot pops up <laughs> and got a shotgun. He does have a shotgun. <laughs> he's shooting at him. Never and, give this man a gun. <laughs> He can't hit the broad side of the barn. He couldn't thing. hit anything in Place Academies. He can't hit anything here. Yep. I love him. I mean, that voice he Why does. Why do you like Bobcat so much? I, I just love the voice. Is he your John Candy? I, I've never really looked at him like that or anything. I just, every you, time you I see him, I just I smile. I just I don't see him in much anymore. No, he's, he's like he Paul Rubens. Uh, you just don't see him. I, yeah, it's a great comparison because I they're very similar. Yeah, I, I mean, I love Paul Rubens. I mean, Pee Wee's my guy. I mean, I, he would be my John Candy. Pee Wee is. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Care. I would say Pee Wee and Ernest is very similar. But yeah, they they yeah, they are they're very similar. They they I'm pretty sure they was rivals. And then you have Martin Short, which I didn't like Martin. But uh, anyway, uh, Martin Short was a rival to who? I would say. At one point, maybe a rival to uh, Pee Wee, because he had his little, his little character. Clifford? Uh, no, no, like he had that little swirly hair. He's like, yeah, it's, it's dumb. Uh, nobody remembers. Never it. heard of it. See, but I don't Pee-wee, like Martin Short. Because Pee Wee won. Pee Wee won the. I mean, Pee Wee will always win. Pee Wee, Pee Wee's a guy. But oh, Pee-wee. one thing I didn't mention, I want to bring up. It made me think about it. You know, this is why my brain works. So, how my brain works. I thought of Pee Wee and went to Tim Burton, which went to Danny Elfman. You see what I'm saying? Because Danny Elfman does a lot of songs for Tim Burton. Yeah. And Danny Elfman did the music in this movie. Well, that makes sense why you would go there. Yeah. The music in this movie sounds a lot like like Beetlejuice, uh, Batman Returns, because Danny Elfman did those scores. And Batman Returns specifically, he did at the same time he was composing this, so you're gonna yeah. hear a lot of similarities. But like the la, 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 you know stuff like that, like it reminds me of Beetlejuice. Yeah, because it's Danny's like I like I'll say his trademark that la, la, da, 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 you know his music. Danny's such a magical uh, uh, composer. composer. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites, I would say. Well, he's one of my favorite composers. But uh, I loved his music in this movie. Who was your favorite? Uh, I would say, uh, I'd probably say Danny Elfman. Uh, then, and then uh, <laughs> I'll say the, uh, see, I don't know, remember his name, and I don't want to butcher it, but the guy that did, like, Superman. Hans Zimmer? Hans Zimmer. And then the other guy, what's that William guy? John Williams. John Williams. I no, like John Williams. He's my favorite. That's Giles, right? Yeah, that's every Spielberg film. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Film so he does. you can tell the differences between like a John Williams and a, a, a what's the guy's name? Hans, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. You can tell the difference between their a lot of their their strings, their um, you know what they do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Hans is more of a like you hear Superman. It's like 
like like horns he had like a lot of horns and it, you know and then like um with um williams john john williams mm-hmm. he has a lot of like deep foreboding type of noise like sounds yeah he's very deep and then danny elfman is very it's he's hot like you know what i'm saying it's very like light yeah like whimsical so yeah, I mean you can tell a difference in a lot of their stuff. But yeah, I like Danny Elfman. I just like his stuff. Like he did Man in Black. You know, I love. I like Danny. You like Danny? Yeah. I like Danny. I like Danny Elfman. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you liking John Williams. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> me, okay. But anyway, Ghost of Christmas Future. He shows him three scenes. I think all of them, except for the Ghost of Christmas Past, show him three scenes. Um, and uh, the future is uh, the little boy, a gracious son, in a mental institution locked up uh, on Christmas. Uh, it, Carol decides to for for like do away with helping the homeless, and mm-hmm. she becomes a socialite. Uh, and uh, Claire is her name, not Carol. Claire. Claire. All right. He's a he's a scrape off Claire. That's what made me remember that that line. Scrape off Claire. Yeah, right, when he helps right. someone, help, help yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And she took it to heart. And yeah. that started her on becoming this royal rich chick, but don't care for the homeless. Uh and then the last thing we see is uh Francis being burnt. In his casket, being cremated, and uh, and he says, "I want to live. I want to live. I want to live." And then the doors which, open. I'm alive. You know, which that would make sense. His character being cheap, because <laughs> it's the cheapest way to go. Plus, there's nobody at his funeral. It's like it's, it, it, the only person that's there, realistically, would be his brother. Yeah, Grace wouldn't be there. You know, uh, nobody would be there. Because nobody would want to, nobody would celebrate this man when he's dead, and that's sad. And uh, but man, those door springs open, and he comes out, and he's ready, and he takes uh, uh, Elliot and kisses him, and stomach blows him. I don't know what the hell you call that thing. Raspberries on stomach. I don't know what you call it. What do you call that? Blowing the bubbles, blowing, blowing the belly. Belly balling. Yeah, sounds, sounds terrible. Sounds like a, a category you check on the site that you shouldn't look at. But yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but, uh, oh my God. But anyway. How did it go there? But anyway. Um, I literally said nothing <laughs> to get in there. And you, you just went there. But anyway. I don't know. There is no but anyway. Yes, that was called. So, I don't know what it's called either. Anyway. So he. Pretty much hijacks the uh, production, the live show, and he gives his monologue that pretty much says, "Oh man, that that <laughs> this is the time of year we can be a little nicer, be a little friendlier, give people a coat, give people covers, give people food, give people money, whatever you can to help people." Yeah. And and he says, "I get it now, but I love Bill's performance in this in this portion uh, because he just." Really, like, got emotional. It just seemed real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seemed like it was him 
speaking. You know, I like, felt it, wasn't, too, it yeah. wasn't the character; it was just him. Um, and yeah, well, I was, maybe he was. I've always heard he's difficult to work with, so maybe he's just looking back on things. You know, I mean, he likes the improv. So it, it could have been a real reaction for him. I, I don't know. I don't know the man, yeah. but yeah, the it, twinkle in his eye. He was crying. You know, like he really. Uh, it just felt like oh, such a great scene, a great moment. And then the little boy, Calvin, says, God bless everyone. Which they kind of set that up, uh, foreshadowed that several times. Um, but yeah, man. Also, Mary Lou Retton's in this movie, but nobody cares. Um, I love you, Mary Lou, if you want to be on the podcast. Okay, first off, how can you say she's in this movie, and but no one cares? You care enough to mention her. Well, because he cares, Mary. I do care, Mary. Mary. I mean, she could flip. She flipped into my heart. Anyway. Everybody flips into your heart. What's <laughs> our another? Uh, but anyway, and then like uh, Claire shows up. People are probably gonna roast us. Claire is not Claire, not Carol. It's Claire. But anyway, uh, so yeah, she shows up and. That's the end of the movie, and they sing it to a little love in your heart, and you see the ghost again. And, you know, the movie ends, but I think that after this day, I believe that it starts the first day in the new Frank Cross. And I think he changes his whole little mindset of how he, you know, works and things. Sure, he may get fired. Oh, he's, he's, he's so fired. Oh, I'm pretty. Then, dude shot a gun. That's a felony. He's going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> his wife left him already and took his little baby daughter with him. Uh, that's what he said. But anyway. He probably didn't even tell his wife. He just probably freaked out so much. He just lost it. Yeah. Uh, I got a question since you are the Bill Murray fan. Is his character in this similar to the character in Groundhog Day? Yeah. Yeah. In the sense of uh, he's. He's always out for, he's out for himself, and he's all about himself. And um, he until the end, until like until he starts opening up, um, and it takes uh, Andy McDowell to open him up in that movie. I like Andy McDowell. Man, he's nice. She is nice. Um, but uh, she's like one of those ladies that, like, once again, you love to see her pop up at anything. You know, like. Uh, Karen Allen is not that for me. Like, I hadn't really seen her much. Uh, last thing I could think of is that Indiana Jones film, uh, Crystal Skull or whatever. She's in there. Uh, but yeah, eh, let's kill this dog. Not kill this dog. Oh my god, Aaron, you gotta watch what <laughs> I you can't, say. I can't say. It's a bad expression. Yeah, it's uh, a bad expression when you actually have a dog here, <laughs> anyway. Let's go ahead and put this out of this episode over. All right. <laughs> I give this movie five Marcats out of five. Oh, uh, I enjoyed it. I think it is one of the, my favorite. It is, it is my favorite, favorite Christmas, movie? Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's your favorite. Yeah. All the times. Of all the times. Now, I would throw eight bit Christmas up there too. Um, but yeah, uh, this and then also. Um, Christmas vacation, which we'll do sometime soon. Two weeks, Aaron. Two weeks. Yep. Brandon? Uh, I'm going to give it a little higher score than I did on Letterboxd. Uh, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Uh, I gave it a 4 on Letterboxd. I, I, I had a bad experience. I've, I've had it. He was sick. 
I, I, I blame the burrito. I will go with that. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's after the podcast. <laughs> I was sick. I, 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 I was not feeling good. And his um, heart was broken. I wish you wouldn't say stuff like that. <laughs> From the burrito. From the burrito, yes. Thank you. No, uh, 4.5 for me. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> Next week, what are we doing? We are doing Ernest Saves Christmas. Uh, yeah. It was one of the three choices you gave me. Yes. We'll do that. <laughs> Until the next time, Aaron Whitlow. He sounds so enthused. I am Brandon Spivey. And we thank you for marking out with us on the Mark Out Movie Podcast.